0: It's now time for a very hug huggers edition. Is that the word I'm looking for? I was gonna say, is hug felt a word? Uh, heartfelt, definitely a word. Heartfelt. heartfelt? Uh, could be a very h- heartfelt edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends, which friends to hug, and which games to simply pass on by. I am Corey, and I'm joined by. The spirit fairer himself, basher.
1: Am I the spirit fairer? Am I wait? Am I the one you that the?
0: Am
1: I the one that dies in the beginning? Because that that would suck.
0: Yep, yep, that's you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you got to find out this way. Spirit fairer. That's what we're gonna be talking about in this episode. But before we talk about that, if you're listening to this episode, you might have noticed that the Wasteland Three episode just came out in the spirit of time. See what I did there. Uh, we decided to release these episodes only about a day apart due to Microsoft uh, releasing so many day one games. We have we have made it our own curse to play all the day one games ASAP. At the time, I thought it was a novel thing, but then my, I think Microsoft listens to this podcast, obviously. And they were like, oh, I think you guys are think you're cool with your little day one here. Here's a thousand games. Um, so next week, your episode will probably come late or at all, uh, as uh, next episode will be Crusader Kings 3. So. But that's why that episode. So there's a very good chance that if you didn't listen to this day one, you missed episode. So go back and listen to that Wasteland 3. It's a good episode. So, but all right. That's not what this episode is about. This episode is about Spiritfarer. Let's talk about the details. The developer is Thunder Lotus, which is known for a game called Jotun. Jotun. I'd never heard of that game, but it actually looks pretty neat. As well as Spiritfarer. Regularly priced at $29.99. This is classified as a, quote, management adventure game. We made that up. Uh, that is not actually what it's classified as. It's available on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, PC, and, ladies and gentlemen, Stadia.
1: This is where I played it, the superior console.
0: It's not. It's not a. Con- it is this, it a console? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They, you know, you get is a
1: dongle. A con- you get a dongle. That's a console. That's what I'm saying,
0: like, is it a console? If it's, hmm, interesting. That's a question not for this podcast. Uh, there is no DLC and there is no Xbox One X support, which is kind of a bummer. I mean, it is a quote pixel. Is it? No, it's not really pixel art, is it?
1: No, no. This is a uh, mm-hmm. this is indie art. You guys know what that means.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it looks good, but I thought it was weird that there is no One X support. Uh, but so that that does kind of suck. But is what it is. But all right, Spiritfarer. Let's uh, let's talk about this one. This one. uh... I wasn't sure what to expect from this one going in, so.
1: Well, I know you expected me. You expected me to hate this game.
0: I did. After I started playing this game, and uh, so we, because we had sort of split up these games. Like you know, I was checking out a couple. You were checking out a couple. I was playing this, and I was like, "Man, Basher is going to hate this."
1: Uh, I gotta tell you, man. It's uh, the 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 initial, the initial minutes. I'm like, yeah, I, I could hate this game like I don't uh, know what it's doing I right? hate this game but I can hate this game a lot but it quickly caught my attention uh so it's one of those indie games that isn't indie for indie's sake there's some gameplay here now that, that's that's usually my 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 issue with a lot of indie games and probably why you, you thought I would hate it because it's not a lot of usually these games don't have a lot of gameplay and this game uh it it really kind of walks you through all the different mechanics of management and where you get the materials and stuff for quite a bit. And by the end of it,
0: I'm like, I can see see this game going places. So, yeah, to set it up a little bit, um, this game is 100% a management sim. Um, It's an adventure management sim. And, but it's 2D, you know, it's not a, it's not a, um, you know, it's not like a roller coaster tycoon or anything. Uh, you play as Stella, who is a fairy master to the deceased and you are a new spirit fairer. Um, and basically you're trying to help spirits, uh, go to the afterlife in a good mindset, I guess is the word I'm, I'm, I'm looking for. Um, I'm not gonna so, lie to you. I don't know what the point
1: of the game is, but I like it. I like
0: <laughs> it. I like the point, but I don't know what it is. It's kind of strange. So like on paper, I was expecting a, I don't want to say a dark game, but I was expecting I was like, if if you're trying to help people cope with the afterlife or cope with or go to the afterlife peacefully, I expected this game to be much more of a like, like these people have seen things, but it is not that at all. This game is 100% trying to just be a chill game. Super chill, man. Yeah, it's super chill. It's got hand drawn art and animation, and everything is everything has a distinct characteristic to it. Every single sort of spirit that you come across, you know, there's there's a snake, there's there's a deer, there's a giant frog, there's an owl. Like, you got a, you got a cat that follows you around, daffodil, and all of it is extremely charming. Like, it looks good, and it was something that I just didn't. I guess I just didn't know what to expect from the game, but as it kept going on, as I kept finding new places and getting new upgrades, the art style is really what sold me on it. Um, I'm usually not a person for management sims because I don't like a ton of downtime, but this game is extremely good at making that downtime productive um, in ways that I'm not sure how they cracked the code, but for whatever reason, it it works for me. The The, the loop of this game just works for me.
1: It's the boat, man. That boat just change the that game. Boat.
0: That boat's fun. Because the entire
1: yeah. game, well, the entire, the entire management sim part of it takes place on a boat. A somewhat constantly moving boat. So once, so like, so you basically need to just create all the, the farms, the, the, the sheep pens, the, the kitchens, maybe all of that. Like, where the spirits live, their own custom houses, it all goes on the boat. And it's like, Something about it just adds a charm to it, and it, and it adds a, uh, a sense of progression, even when there's nothing progressing per se. Because your boats because you can set your boat to move to a, to a certain location, and then just get back to farming, get back to watering, get back to cooking, get back to fishing. And that's nothing. You can just fish all the way through, and any game with fishing yeah. is the best game of all time. A uh, shout out to Sonic.
0: <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, it's – so like the loop of this game is basically and – and it it introduces it slow. I think you could argue maybe too slow, but it it does it in a way that is very uh, – it's not overwhelming in any capacity, which is something that I think is extremely important. I think that's why I bounce off a lot of uh, simulation or resource management games because there was something about that like original Roller Coaster Tycoon that the flow of that game just – it introduced everything at the right time that just sort of clicked. And that's that's how this game was for me. Like it starts out with you just have one spirit. You've got one farm. You've got one kitchen. And that's it. And as you're traveling from location to location, whether you're going to get resources, whether you're going to get some trees, whether you're going to get some iron, whether you're going to pick up a new spirit, whatever it is, the game is extremely good at giving you the in-between time of of there's always something to do you know i need to go tend to the garden really quick or my spirit friend is hungry so i'm going to go make him some popcorn really fast or i'm going to go up to the to the mill eventually and i'm going to make some some boards you know or i'm going to fish like you said and the thing is is that there's so many different activities even though they're pretty mundane there were so many that I, I i was i never got bored with them if that makes sense and i was always and because of the art style and the presentation anytime i got to a new island it was almost like a metroid game where i'm just like oh like i i, I kind of want to see what's here i want to i want to find the secrets the nooks and the crannies i want to talk to the person that's sort of hidden that i can't find i want to i want to go through these quote side stories that are are well written and I don't know. It just it all it all clicks in a way that I when I first booted up the game I wasn't quite sure about, and then it all just clicks in that those first like two hours. I was like, man, this is this is cool. Like this is there's a lot going on here that I'm I'm enjoying.
1: Yeah, I I, I completely agree. And to uh, and to just add on to the part where where there's it's always something to do. What I like about this game, honestly one of the aspects is you don't have to do the thing sometimes like,
0: yeah, no. Yeah. It doesn't punish you in any capacity.
1: And I greatly appreciate that because I, I, I was, I was very much expecting me to forget to um, feed one of the spirits and then it, it end up dead or it complaining a lot or, right? or, or, or so, yeah, so, so, so some detriment. And it's like, and it's like, right, no, was, like yeah. like the, like it does punish you, but in a way that doesn't, Prohibit gameplay. It it, it, it doesn't hinder you. it doesn't hinder you because for example, if you don't feed um I forgot the, the character's name, but the snake and it gets hungry and it gets sad. What happens then is it just doesn't do watering plants for you. It just doesn't sink to plants for you. Right. You can still do all that yourself. It just won't do it for you. She just won't help you out because she's too hungry, she's too sad, she's too whatever. And I feel like that's a very Realistic way of dealing what's the problem because if you're too hungry, too annoyed, to do things that makes sense to me, it doesn't stop you for. It doesn't then mean the world just stops. Your boat does not stop. You don't just stop your journey. You still continue progressing through the story, to through the plot, through the gameplay. It just don't have that one aspect there for you.
0: Right, and and I think another important part on that is that when you, when eventually you do get to the snake again, or you get to your friend, like. It's very easy to sort of bring their spirits back up, you know. Get literally, give them a hug and give them some food. They're usually pretty happy. <laughs> like, and I, that, I can relate to that.
1: Right, it works, that works on everybody. Like, it's literally everyone. So it's, it's a game where it's a, it's a game. It's a game management game uh, where it's super chillaxed and at the same time there's just enough there plot wise and story wise where you want to see things through the end because you want because you do want to be a good spirit fair and then you do want to get to the portal to see what's on the other side like it's 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 one of those indie games that's very neat but it's very neat with real gameplay in a real gameplay
0: loop yeah and it's you can tell that who, the creators of this game are, they they really liked making this game, you know. They're they're very very into the the art style and and like you said, there's it's I, like n- neat is the right word, but at the same time, it's also it's engaging in a way that I after I got like three or four hours in, I sort of expected the game to sort of um, I, I, I just expected it to stop doing new things, but it does, like this game is pretty large like like there's there's a the map is pretty big and there it almost has a metroidvania style to some parts of the map of you'll go to an area it's like I really feel like I should be able to get into this cave or get to the top of this cave but I just can't right now and eventually you'll be able to and then so it does a very good way of looping you around and looping you back in a way that doesn't feel like it's forced like like you said even though you don't always have to be progressing to still be enjoying the game if that makes sense you can really work at your own pace you can really do like if you're super into this one project at this time you don't have to go back and make sure that you're doing everything else too i think i had carrots growing for like an hour like and i just never went and picked them up and maybe you know i probably should have because i could have planted something else but the game isn't punishing me for that like I, I don't run into a wall suddenly because i didn't plant something else where the game's just like well now because you didn't plant this you're gonna have to wait for this to grow and even if even if you run into that the game is very good at saying like okay if you screwed this up we're gonna give you a way to sort of bypass it when it comes to the crops and stuff like that like with the crops you can straight up pull out a guitar play a little mini game and your crops grow like hundred. that
1: fat. was amazing i'm not gonna lie to you i mean yeah. like it, it sounds stupid but like if when you play music to the plants, they grow faster. And that was amazing to me because I'm fully expecting a game manage, a game management game to be like, uh, well, it's gonna take forty-five minutes for these plants to grow. So yeah, good luck with that. Oh, you want to grow right, faster, then spend right. another 45 minutes for an upgrade. It's like, no, like this is you just play music and if you need something right there and then, you can get it. It's the same with a lot of the mechanics in here. You don't have to wait on them. You don't have to stop. You don't have to tend to things as if the entire game of stuff is is one giant responsibility. It really feels like an adventure that you're on, and these in these in these tasks are just kind of there along for the ride.
0: Yeah, and that I could yes, completely agree. It just. I think, I think that's where games like Don't Starve just really... I know people love that game, I I, do I respect love, I that do game. I do love that game. I just... That game, I feel like if I missed one thing, man, it's just like... I get it. That's the point of it. But, right. But it just... It's it's harsh, man. This, it's this, harsh.
1: This would be the antithesis to Don't Starve, essentially, because it's like you can't yeah. really screw up, whereas Don't Starve is like, you screw up, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> right. Like, oh, okay. and that's no
0: And again nothing wrong with that but i feel like that the 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 audience is just much more i can't recommend don't starve to a lot of people and it's not because it's a bad game it's just because i'm like if i recommend that game to them they're gonna play it for an hour and be like this is what what happened i died why did you recommend this to me? seven
1: times in seven minutes right what's going on
0: like why would you but then when it comes to spirit fair i'm just like no like you play that game like that game is i guess i spoiled the ending of this podcast um Play that game like that that game is that game is really cool. It's it's going to introduce you to the mechanics in a great way. And I respect it because it also does have the deeper layer. Like once you get into the six to seven hour mark of this game, there are the things that you would expect. Like you do get the upgrades to make crops grow faster. You do get the upgrades to uh, make the boat travel faster. Like it still has all of those things. So even when you get super into this game, it. it it rewards you for being good at the game. It rewards you by by respecting your time and understanding that just because you're super into this game and you're super into the art style doesn't mean that you don't want to play it faster. You can play it either way you want, but you can also play it – if you don't ever get any of those upgrades, that's fine. Like I, I don't think the the game works for any way you want to play it. um, And it doesn't put those upgrades behind like ridiculous – Uh, tasks it it doesn't put the upgrades behind like you got to get 10 billion dollars and that's going to take you forever Where you spend the next 10 hours simply trying to get an upgrade just to make this one thing go faster now it it very much respects your time and it very much just lays it out in a way that makes sense um and is is good is easy to grasp which again I, i guess i just didn't expect that from this game um it's very very surprising to me of just how 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 good of a game this is at its core
1: I think the, the standout feature in this game or, or game, or game design choice rather, um, that allows this game to be a step above the rest is the fact that there's a goal. There's a very clear goal. There's a very clear yeah, ending. Point. Like this game will end and you will experience an adventure and you will be done with the game. And that's not something you can say for most management sims. It's like, cause they, they just keep going and going and going with the entire point of it to just keep going and going and going. Don't star, for example, it's right there in the title. You just don't star for a whole long time. Like, and that's kind of the gameplay loop where it's right. like this game is, spirit fair is more like we're telling you a story with, we're, we're showing you some characters and it's going to be, it's going to end soon. And when, it's, when it ends, you'll feel complete, you feel a sense of completion, and then you'll move on. And I think that's why this game works so well for me.
0: Yeah, I I think that's that's a good point. In that, sometimes I don't, I, I need a game to have have a path. You know, I, we we've sort of talked about it on this whenever we come to an open world game. But it's like not every game needs to be forty hours with a a ridiculous plot that's elongated and just like sometimes a clean a clear path with an ending after 10 to 12 hours is exactly what I want um and I think that oh this game is you can still get more out of this game than 10 to 12 or 12 hours I want that to be clear but again you don't have to it's very good at not forcing you to play it a way that it wants you to so I get, I, I'm I, I don't want to say I'm blown away by this game but I'm just I'm I'm shocked at how well designed this is coming from a team that I had never really heard of um and covering a topic like death um in a way that's just it's just cool again I, I think that's the word to look for it's just this is a cool game I like it
1: yeah and it, it handles it handles this mature topic in a way where the in, the indie way of doing this title is to make it real jury and have... not not even real jury the indie way of doing this is, is to have this very bright art style but then behind it have this super deep like meaning to to life and it's like no like you miss the point like you, you miss the execution by a lot most indie games do this game wears yeah, his heart its heart on its sleeve yeah. like it's like this is a fun game it's lighthearted we're, we're just, and it's and it just, and it just, that's all it really is. It doesn't really want to be anything more than what it is. And I think that's another one of the things that just make it so much better than the average management sim.
0: Yeah. And I think it comes down to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I think it comes down to just not being up its own butt. Right. Like, and, you know, it, I I liken it to is that the word I'm looking for? Liking it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've I've seen a lot of like movies that that want to tell a story, but I this I feel like the story is lost because it, it's trying so hard to be edgy that it's just like I'm just like I don't care. I tell like, you by the end of it, I'm stop,
1: like I told you to stop watching Zack Snyder movies. Like it doesn't.
0: It <laughs> that's just, a whole different. That's a whole different. I habit. told you, man. Um, like I, I watched this this movie recently called like The Slate or something on Netflix, and people were raving about this movie. And like, it's a it's a uh, character for for society and the world. And it's just like at some point, like like your message is lost because I just I just don't ca- like you failed to, to keep the message in a, in a way that that I just cared about. If that makes sense, so this doesn't do that, especially from a game standpoint, like it's not so far up its own, butt that you just sort of lose focus on the central idea and the main idea. And I think that's extremely important and I respect it a lot more for that. So
1: for, for, uh, for years and if uh, on the other, on the other podcast I used to do with snaps, uh, we should have an end of the end of the year best of, like best games we played. Uh, I'm sorry, it was more like an award show, like best shooter, best, best RPG, et cetera, et cetera. Every year, uh I believe Braid won most uh pretentious game of the year. Even in even in years it wasn't like like it, it wasn't released. Because every single year we say most pretentious goes to Braid again. <laughs> this is not one of those games that are that's just like set up his own butt. It just wants to tell a sweet story and it accomplishes that with sweet characters, a sweet art style. There's no hidden hidden agenda behind it, there's no deeper meaning. It's just it is what it is and it just knocks it out the park.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. So I think we talked enough about this. Um I think it's very clear that we we enjoy this game. Through and through, and I think it's fair to say, like I, this is one of the, at least for me, this is one of the best Game Pass games I've played. Like, I want to say back I, to back with that. Yeah, I, I'm struggling to find. You know, I th- there, there's usually two types of episodes that that, or I guess there's three. Um, the shorter episodes because like as I'm just looking at the time code here, like we haven't even hit 30 minutes. And that usually means one of two things, either the game is really good or we really hate it. And sometimes you know with stuff like Ori and Gears 5 and stuff we talk longer about them. But I think I could find more things wrong with Ori even though I love that game and even though I really really enjoyed that game. I think I could find more things wrong quote with it than I can with Spirit Spirit And while I don't necessarily think that like Spirit Fair is a 10 out of 10 or you know or the best game ever made, it, it just, it does such a good job of accomplishing what it's trying to do. It reminds me of something like Cuphead. Like you can have your problems with Cuphead, but I think on paper and what that team was trying to do, there's not a lot. I don't think they missed the mark by a lot. Whereas you can look at something like Gears 5 and it's like, well, I still really enjoy Gears and I really like Gears 5. There's a lot of things that they tried that just didn't work. Spiritfarer, I struggled to find almost anything wrong with it. Like legitimately. I, yeah. And that's I gotta that's agree. crazy.
1: I like, got to agree with that. Like, yeah. Um It's a, for me, like the perfect, the perfect game of 10 out of 10 isn't, isn't necessarily the game that does everything the best for me. A 10 out of 10 game is usually when a team comes together, has a short list of things they want to do. And they do that short list very, very well. And, they just, and, and and it's very and they just stick to that. Spiritfair is one of those games where it's just they they stick to their guns all the way through. It seems like it's telling a, like a sweet cohesive story. The gameplay just just ramps up in this naturally progressing way. Uh, and like you said, what does it do wrong? I, I I I struggle to find my beef with the game, and that and to that point you. I believe you could have near perfect games because if you can't find anything necessarily wrong with it, if you, if you you have to struggle to find something wrong with it, if you have to, if if a team puts something in that just doesn't work, then I, then yeah, it's not quite there yet. But like with something like spirit fire where it's, they just want to do a few things and and they do it so well. Yeah. This is, this is near perfect for me. If not actually perfect, cause I, 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 I'm going to go back and finish this game after the show is done like that's how like into it i am
0: yeah it's utterly fantastic like i i when it comes to game pass or pass definitely play this pass on to your friends and like they're they're one thing that i i didn't get to experience because this game does have local co-op one person can play as daffodil um which the cat is adorable by the way when you go in the water it's a scared of the water so it like skids across the top little touches like that i really like um i'd be curious to see how this game plays in co-op unfortunately i guess i don't have any friends um, but it is not online co-op or anything like that. So I guess if I had to say something wrong, why is this game of online co-op? But I'm, that's such a nitpick that I I want to slap myself for even saying it. So play this game, pass it on to your friends, legitimately pass it on to your friends. I think this is a game that almost anybody can enjoy. Unless you are like super into don't starve style Sims, where it's like, I want the challenge and nothing but the challenge. Um, I struggle to find anyone that I don't, that I think would not enjoy this game. So,
1: Agreed. I mean, that's, that's, that's all I can say. The game's fantastic. Like, I mean, uh, the, the, there's there's few times in this in this uh, in this podcast where I can honestly say back to back, I'm more than happy with the games that we play. Just super, just like I'm going back and playing both of these games, Spirit of Fire and Westerns Three, to completion as soon as possible.
0: There you go. But all right, that's going to do it for this episode. Again, if you're listening to this and you didn't listen to Wasteland 3, please do it. Uh, it's a great episode. Uh, like I said, these are coming out a little quicker. So, But all right. Uh, so that means next week we're going to be talking about Crusader Kings 3. Uh, so f- I guess to – I guess I don't want to say warn people, but to sort of preface it, um, you've never played a Crusader Kings, correct?
1: Oh, uh, not really. No. I played I play okay. 2, but I just played it. I didn't –
0: right and it's it's hard to like this is going to be a doozy um crusader kings is not a game it is not like a spirit fair where you can play it for a couple hours and get it like it's going to be a a marathon i guess you could say like it's going to take some significant work for us to talk about it so we are going to get the episode up as soon as possible but as always i want to make sure that we both have a good understanding of what we're playing before we record that episode um so that episode, as and since we're releasing two back to back, hopefully it'll be next week, but it might not be kind of thing. Just I just want to put that out there. So, um, you can thank Microsoft for their uh inability. I, you know, I keep talking about this as if like it's a joke, but at the same time, like, dude, Microsoft, like getting those day one games like Crusader King 3, Spirit Fair, and Wasteland 3 all dropping within like days of each other, that's some serious clout, man. Like, Throwing that Game Pass weight around of just like yeah yeah you want some new games boom here you go and yeah they may they they may they might not be sixty dollars games but I think we're truly starting to enter this era again where sixty dollars doesn't mean it's like a good game doesn't have to be sixty dollars anymore it's
1: a, a myth perpetuated by the industry clearly right.
0: but uh, I mean yeah but I I think there there was a time at the beginning of this generation and sort of in the couple years after to where it's like, it just felt like most of the indie stuff that was coming out was just not significant anymore. And I think we're sort of kind of going back to that era now to where kind of the end of the PS3 and the end of 360, where it's like, man, not every game needs to be 60 bucks for me to enjoy it. And, uh, so sometimes you can get a $30 spirit fair and just be completely blown away style. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, and as always, uh, we I talked about it briefly, but uh, the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S have been officially confirmed for November 10th. Uh, before that, we are going to be doing an episode of uh, of just kind of the state of Game Pass and how we feel going into those new consoles and stuff. So that'll be coming too. So lots of new content coming. Um, we've also decided that we're going to be doing uh, something on Destiny 2. Uh, kind of maybe like a... Uh, not Spear of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Wow. Sea of Thieves to where we're... That game has changed so much significantly or has changed significantly from when it first launched, kind of like with Fallout 76, that we're going to hop in. um, We're going to put some serious time into it and sort of give the overall feeling on that game. So that will be coming at some point. Um, but again, that's a big game to get into. So we'll see what happens. But all right. That's going to be this episode. Tune in next week for Crusader Kings 3. And uh, you can email us at gpopfans at gmail.com. We will see you next time. That was a weird way to end the show, but (laughs) we will see you next time.
1: Good day, sirs.